You're listening to Podcasting the Arts, Numbers, Income, Cash, or Panic. The title of our podcast, Panic, speaks to the emotion that many artists feel when thinking about finances. Ironically, Panic wants to help. Panic is a series of podcasts and a website, free of cost, that hosts tips, templates, and insights for artists about financial literacy. Leave the panic to us. I'm Nina. And I'm Michaela, and welcome to our first episode of Panic. We know the world of finances can be intimidating to some of us who work as artists, so we have gathered some brilliant experts to break down some of these topics. We are so excited to be introducing you to a new guest every episode to provide us with some financial insight. Today, we have Erin Jan joining us to talk about grant writing and securing funding as an artist. Thank you for joining us today, Erin. Can you tell our listeners a bit about yourself and your experiences with grant writing? What do you want people to know about you? <clears throat> Hi, I'm Erin. Uh, I'm a director, dramaturg, and playwright. Um, I have served on three arts council juries, and I've won 25 grants. I did a count, like, recently to, like, justify my arrogance. Um... Yeah, uh, I've won multiple grants at multiple levels. Um, Ontario Arts Council, Canada Arts Council, and Toronto Arts Council. And I'm super passionate about um, helping new grads especially feel confident in applying for money. Because I understand there's the idea of the starving artist and that's great, but like I'm in this to make money and survive, as should we all. So if I can tell listeners anything, it's hopefully this little talk um, inspires them to tackle grant writing with a little more courage. That's awesome. Thanks, Erin. You're definitely the most qualified person to help us with this episode. So before we begin, we always like to ask our guests a question just to get to know their personality a little bit better. So Erin, could you tell me if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Oh, that's a hard one. Oh, geez. Um, see, here's the thing about superpowers, right? Like, I feel they make things like a little too easy. So if you could have a super, I think it would be detecting other people's superpowers. And, like, there's nothing else. I just know someone has a power, and I know what that power is. And that's it. Like, because if I actually have a power, it feels like I'm kind of cheating my own human experience, and things will become, like, too easy. Like, flying, like, then I'll just stop exercising. Teleporting, I'll just stop exercising. If I can read people's minds, I'll become, like, a sociopath. So it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to cheat myself. So I think it's detecting other people's powers. I think that would be it. And now we'll get into our financial questions. Nina, do you have our first question? I sure do. So, Erin, when you served as a juror reviewing grant applications, what kinds of applications stood out to you? Do you have any advice for artists who are trying to make their applications a little bit more appealing to the jury? Yes. Um, the applications that stood out to me were ones that didn't use grant speak. They were ones that said like what the project was very clearly in two sentences at the beginning. And they were projects that were exciting. Um, I think the thing that really loses me in grants is when people try to wow me with things about like, the, like academic brain power. Like we're gonna dissect and do this thing because academia, academia, academia. I'm like, I don't care. What I care about is, is your project cool? Does it affect people? How? Who's it for? And how are you gonna do it? Clarity is more important than anything. And to me, a grant's a story. The best grants are like storytelling experiences. You read them and you're like, I want to give this person money because their project sounds really, really cool. And it's specific in what it does. So yeah, that's what I would say um, in my experience. We read as a juror, like I think I've read 
on any one jury, like 75 to 200 applications. So like if something's boring, I can't speak for other jurors, but like we throw it out. Like if something's boring by like the third sentence, um, it's sometimes it's hard to get to the end. And especially if you don't know when they're going to read your application, right? You could be the 150th application they read and the juror is just so tired of reading applications. So it's like, how do you create something very exciting and very specific? Yeah. So what sort of common mistakes would you notice when looking at grants? You talked a bit about how people get into this unnecessary academic language and lack of clarity. What are some other common mistakes you see? Um, not paying your actors equity weight rates. Um, that's a big one. It's like, does in your budget, are you paying people fairly? Um, I get really excited when I see a budget where people are paying people equity wages, especially if they're an indie production, because that tells me they're serious. So underpaying is something that like is kind of rough. Um, bad support material. Oh, here's something. I don't care about reviews. Like, I really don't give a fuck about reviews. Um, just because like, I'm more interested in the community impact of your work. So if your work <clears throat> impacts queer femmes, do you have a bunch of queer femmes in the community who have your back, who can write like, oh my gosh, this company's work is so interesting and give me those testimonials. Um, bad video is another one. Like, <clears throat> to me, support material backs up the story you create in your grant. So if you're saying that like our show is a super high tech show where people shoot laser beams out of their hands and nothing in your support material shows anything about those laser beams, I'm going to be like, what? Come on. The support material to me <clears throat> should reinforce the narrative of your grant. So when it doesn't, that's when it gets weird. Like if you're like, my show was sold out, then all the photos you submitted have like half empty houses. I'm like, wait a minute. Um, so I guess, I guess the big pitfalls are when you weave a story beat into your grant and you don't support it with other evidence. Like if you say, <clears throat> we are the only company in uh, Flamborough who creates steel pipes and puts steel pipes in shows. And I can do a quick Google and find out they're one of 50 steel pipe companies. Like, I think lying is one thing, but also not being able to back it up is another thing. So those are pretty common pitfalls. I'm trying to think there's anything else. Oh, general big, big save the world statements. I hate those personally. I'm going to say this, I'm going to lose five grants. But like, because um, I always I always get like on my rocker and then like I write a grant and I lose it. Um, but, oh, um, our show will end racism. Our show will stop rape culture. No, it won't. But what can you do? What can your show specifically do in a specific community that does something? Um, in grants, I'm looking for specificity. It's not enough to say um, I will stop racism because you can't. But what can your show do to the community it reaches that can impact it positively that might fight um, racial aggressions, et cetera, et cetera? So it's fine to start with a blanket sentence, but like go deeper, always go deeper in who you're impacting and how you will make specific communities a better place. You will not make Canada a better place, but you will make the world a better place with your art based on who specifically you're targeting. And the last thing, I'm just rambling off the top of the dome, so this might be incoherent. Um, it's make sure your work has an impact. It's not enough just to put up a show. If you're like, I want to put up a show, give me money. No, I'm not going to give you money. But if it's like, I want to put up a show because it fills this need, this vital need in a community, then that's appropriate. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to like um, write shows about trauma all the time. Giving joy to a community is also a valid, um, it's also a valid way of giving back. The reason 
the government funds the arts is because um, they believe the arts, like science, will make the world a better place, specific communities a better place. The reason Shakespeare in the Park gets funding every year is because it makes its community a better place by kind of creating a free experience for people to like experience Stratford level theater outside, especially immigrants and newcomers to Canada. So thinking about how your work does that specifically without making grandiose, we save the world statements and really honing in on what exactly the work is doing. That was a lot of answers. I hope some of them answered your questions. No, that was great. Thank you. So now that we've kind of covered what, what we want our juries to see, um, I'm imagining that a lot of artists are approaching these and now they're finding the process to be a little daunting. So do you have any strategies that you've developed to kind of tackle this process? Sure. So looking at um, grants, the first thing you should do is write what I call, or a generator TO calls. I'm stealing this from Christina Limio, a generator, who's a great resource, by the way. Generator is, they train producers. They have a great website. Look to them. Um, create a thesis statement. That is two sentences. Tell me what the project is, where it's happening, and kind of tease out a thesis question you'll answer. That was a lot of jargon. What does that mean? It's essentially a, a log line for a TV thing. Or like, for example, I want to do this project is a festival in Parkdale where we will um, have artists read their work uh, from this date to this date. I know it sounds super basic, but if you can like distill what you're doing down into one or two sentences, then that's how you should begin. Thesis statements, when I started out, took me about 30 minutes to five hours just because they need to be super clear and then put that in bold at the top of your grant. I also would tackle the questions piecemeal. Like I know for myself, I start with the budget always because that budget takes me a day to figure out. So approach each section, give yourself like three weeks before you, before you like submit, but every day you're attacking the grant, attack a specific question. Start with that thesis statement. And then I would say, go into your budget, figure out exactly what's going on, and then start tackling everything else. I also, what I usually do too when I write grants, I'm all over the place right now, but what I usually do when I write grants is I make a, I make my critical path also as one of the first things. So I know exactly what's happening. Actually, let me rephrase that. Do your thesis statement first. Second, make your critical path of events working backwards from opening or closing or whenever the event happens, and then make your budget. Um, and then you can start filling out the artistic mumbo jumbo. But to me, like when you put those really technical things down first, it impacts everything else in a really positive way. But take your time. I would say that like, if you want to tackle one, there's like, I think on the OAC, there's 10 questions plus budget. Give yourself 20 days. Every day, fill out one little box. Nothing's worse than a rushed application, especially if it's full of run-on sentences. I'm guilty of this myself. But give yourself the time to do this. And if it seems daunting, tackle it one piece at a time. If you're working in teams, which is something I always recommend if you're in collective, if you're in collective, you gotta use your collective members. Have each collective member tackle a specific section of the grant and then come back into a Zoom or a Google Doc and then work through it together. But it is overwhelming if you let it be overwhelming. But if you tackle it at the rate you know you can tackle it, starting with what you're weakest at first, then it kind of feels like clockwork after a while. So I would say give yourself time but tackle things that you know you feel confident in first. That's some really great advice. You gave us a really great template, like a step-by-step -step on how to do a grant. 
So now we have a question from one of our listeners. Jenna Marie Holmes writes, how do you start applying for grants and where do you find them? Are there any specific websites or resources you use when searching for grants? So I'm most familiar with the ones given by arts councils. I'm not super familiar with corporate funding. Um, let me break it down for you. Okay, so um, Daddy Trudeau has given $1 million to the arts. Daddy Trudeau then screws off. That $1 million goes into the arts councils. Those arts councils then decide how that $1 million is allocated. For example, um, an arts council will say, like, I'm going to put out of the million dollars, this is a very bad example because there's more than a million dollars in the arts, I'm going to put $100,000 into theater projects. The arts council then screws off. The theater projects officer then hires a jury to distribute that $100,000. The reason I say this is because you're not writing grants for the government, you're writing grants for the jury that assesses them. So that's just to preface the question. Um, as for the question itself, the Canada Council has a portal on its website. You just click, go to the Canada Council website, click on portal. The Canada Council is kind of a, a landmine because like all of the, uh, all of the uh, grants have weird freaking names, but in theater projects for Canada Council, you wanna look into a category called explore and create. That's where you're looking for. If it's a project that has a showing, it's concept to realization. If it's a project without a showing, I think it has another name, which I can't really remember right now, but it's under Explore and Create. You can do the work for yourself. Uh, the Ontario Arts Council has a portal called Nova. Just look up Nova Ontario Arts Council. You have to create an account. The Toronto Arts Council uses a portal called Smart Simple. So I go on the website and I find the portal. Um, here's something that's really important. In the Toronto Arts Council and the uh, Ontario Arts Council, you can create a profile. It takes like five minutes. The Canada Council of the Arts, creating an account takes 30 days. So just so you know that, because they have to verify you're not like a, I don't want to say like a hack, but you're not like someone in their basement who does plays. You're like, you're someone who like actually does it as a practice. So give yourself like a law, register for a Canada Council portal immediately if you're ever thinking of applying for it, because you can't guarantee when the officer will secure things, especially when um, everyone in COVID is applying for funding. So those are the three places I look, but here's something where I also look for non-grant funding. Watch the theater show, open to the sponsors, see who's funded them, and then follow the links through there. Like uh, in Hamilton, where I'm from, there's something called the Insight Foundation, which funds um, larger arts organizations, but also gives grassroots startup programming. I look in the program of the Broad, Art, the Broad Festival, I look in the program of Theater Aquarius, the Insight Foundation has funded lots of projects. Um, look at Look at who's your favorite theater companies. See in the back of the program who their sponsors are um, and just see if any of them are councils. I know um, if you're Asian uh, and you're with an incorporated theater company, the Wuchen Michael Tan Foundation, if you're partnered with an incorporated registered nonprofit theater company, they can do your work. You just have to get the company to apply for funding for you. So do your own research, but the best way to do it is to go on companies' websites and see who sponsored them and then follow through. And just know that like, it's not through email. You have to create a, a profile on all of those websites that I just mentioned. Wow, I had no idea. It took that long to be um, registered with the Canada Council, but yeah. that's really great insight. Because the money uh, asks so are bigger. You... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I just, uh, it's definitely good to know. And glad I'm glad that our listeners will now know that too. So thank you so much for joining us and sharing all your advice today, Aaron. Um, if our listeners want to learn more about you, where can they go? Do you have a website or anything? 
Yeah, it's got it's got a stupid Wix name. Um, just looking on Google, it's like AaronChihoJan.wixsite.com/home. Uh, find me on Instagram. I'm a fat Chinese boy. Um, if you want to learn about grants, I actually have a, a 90 minute presentation that I give up at a pay what you can fee. And like, not to brag, but my stu- a lot of my students have recently won funding, so I feel pretty good about this presentation. Um, but yeah, shoot me shoot me a message, shoot me a DM. Uh, answer something on my website. Uh. Yeah, down to give my nine-minute presentation to people who are kind of freaked out about grants. Just because, like, it's really important to me, especially that this pandemic never seems to be ending. Um, we get really good at applying for funding during this time. Because um, Daddy Trudeau just put so much more money into the arts, like, very recently. Like, so much more money has come into the council. So it's time to access that money and time to attack it without any fear. Yeah, for sure. And we'll make sure that we have all your info linked in the description of the podcast so anyone who wants to can reach them. Great. Thanks again, Erin. You gave us a lot to think about, and I love that step-by-step that you gave. And don't forget to visit our website at artspanicpodcast.com for more tips and templates for planning your finances. Join us for our next episode where we will be talking with our special guest, Chris Enns, about savings and debt.